we join this episode already in progress. In case you missed it, check out part one before starting here on part two. Roman Reigns and Jey Uso come out and, you know, Roman's like, you gonna fall in line or what? And he, you know, and he was very, resi- Jay was very resistant, like, you know, I don't want to do this, you had to, you had to, you made me, you know, you knew I wouldn't quit, so you had to attack the one person that you knew I'd quit for, mm-hmm. and... It was really good. It was good. And Roman's like, you know, you need to, uh, I need an answer by the end of the night. Like, that's what we need. So I did ask if there was a timer, and the answer was no. No, there was no timer, not like last time, so. Uh, Kevin Owens took on Dolph Ziggler. Kevin Owens uh, took on Dolph Ziggler. To qual uh, for a Survivor Series qualifier. Okay, for SmackDown. Yeah. yeah, Kevin Owens won. He did. Okay, he did. Um, I'm not surprised. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler rarely wins. Right. So, and apparently SmackDown is doing qualifiers for the women's. Well, yeah, they don't have a Nia Jax and a Shayna Baszler team to lead. Right. So obviously, yeah. Um, Bianca Belair took on Billy Kay and Natalia. Bianca Belair wins. Yeah, good call. Right. Yeah. Um, and then some stuff happened with Murphy and Seth hmm. and of course Aaliyah and like Dominic comes down and attacks Seth. Okay. And then after, then, um, Dominic attacked Murphy. Okay. Aaliyah broke it up. Ray comes down. Seth escapes. Murphy and Aaliyah kiss. Dominic and Ray are pissed. Right? Yep. Fair enough. That's what happened. Good deal. Yep. Hurrah. Uh, Street Profits took on Cesaro and Nakamura. Street Profits won? Yep. And then... um, Oh, yeah. Sasha cuts a promo... Um, about her beating Bailey at Hell in Cell. Yeah. And she stole Bailey's chair. Um, and Bailey comes out and she's like, You have my property, but you have both two things. Like, that's my chair and my title. I want to face you next week. So, yeah, next week we'll see. Well, I know we already rematch. talked about it, but. Right. Early, but. Yeah. Rematch next rematch week. Next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right. And then. I think that's it. And then our main event. Main event. Wow, this is a short episode of SmackDown. Yeah. They just, all those segments ran pretty long, so. Most had long matches, too. Yeah, yeah. long matches, so. Okay, fair uh, enough. Main event. And then main event, Jey Uso is going to take on Daniel Bryan um, for a qualifier for the Survivor Series men's team. I'm going to say that Jey Uso wins clean mm-hmm. yep. in the middle of the ring. Yep. One, two, three. He did Uso splash. And then rain comes down and uh Doo-doo. Yeah. Doo-doo. Doo-doo. And Jay's like, okay, Doo-doo. I understand now. Doo-doo. I don't know exactly Doo-doo. what ha- something Doo-doo. must have happened in the match where he would realize he needed Doo-doo. to fall in line. Yes. Um Oh, Roman was well, Roman was watching the whole time, I guess. 
obviously. But then he entered the ring, and Jay was like, I understand now. And, um, you know, you're the head of the table, and he's going to fall in line. And to show it, he beat the fuck out of Daniel Bryan. Yeah, fuck Daniel Bryan. Fucking splash over the um, moon. Over the moon. Mm-hmm. All the way back. Through the woods and to over grandmother's the, house. Over the over the forest. Over the forest and, yeah, to your... But yeah. So anyway, that was pretty... That stuff, like this storyline with Roman and Jey Uso... It's been it's good. Been so good. I like it. So good. Yeah. Well, with anyway. that, I guess we'll move on to news and or rumors. And or rumors. So last week, as in like... No, you know what? First off, let's get let's get the crap news out the yeah. way. Yeah. Tracy Smothers has passed mm-hmm. away, buds. Yeah. Sixty six. Yeah, something like that. Not very old. Not old. Yeah. Sucks. Um, Cancer. Yeah. Which yeah. sucks. Right. Always. Yeah. So, thoughts go out to family, friends, coworkers. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like AIW, he was up there a lot, and. Uh, they're really torn up about it. They've been tweeting like every hour, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. The whole thing sucks. It does. Um, so, let's actually, first things first here. Let's. I got some G1 final statistics I wanted oh. to go through real quick here. Okay. Uh, if it fucking loads. Come on, Reddit. Why are you being a bitch? Well, here. Let's do something funny while that's loading. Okay. Uh, so, Joey Ryan did a GoFundMe. <laughs> I to, had this too. But to okay. save his thing. Right. Uh, or to counter his lawsuit. And he's raised two hundred and forty-five dollars of the hundred thousand that he's asking for. So fuck him. This ask is ridiculous. Right. Okay. Anyway, go. All right. So we have the longest block match winning streak mm-hmm. this year belonged to Sonata with six straight wins. Nice. Uh, the main event with the most main events was obviously Naito with mm-hmm. five. Okay. And the semi-main event with the most semi-mains was Evil with five. Okay. The most pins attempted was Kenta. He had 47 pin attempts throughout the entire tournament, two of which were successful. Nice. Uh, the most pins taken was by uh, Ishii, Tomohiro Ishii. Okay. Uh, 41 taken, four he did not kick out of. Um, the best pin success ratio, however, was Minoru Suzuki, six attempts only. And three of them were successful. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then the worst pin success ratio was obviously fucking Yojiro. Yeah. 37 pins and only one was successful. He also had the longest losing streak at eight. Our submission specialist was Zack Sabre Jr. 30 Ooh. submissions uh, locked in. Two attempt or two were successful. Yeah. And the worst, or the, well, most attempted finisher was the money clip, or the Cobra Clutch, as it used to be called, mm-hmm. by Okada. 34 attempts. Jesus. He tapped one person out with that, <laughs> if I remember right. Yeah. Well, it was horrible. It he was needs bad. to retire that right now. Uh, longest total match, total <laughs> time, Naito, 3 hours, 27 minutes, 41 seconds. Nice. Shortest time, no surprise. Mm-hmm. Yano, he actually went longer than last year. Last year was 44 minutes. This year was an hour. And 34 seconds. Uh, longest median time, Naito, his average match was 24-33. Shortest was Yano again at 6 minutes and 42 seconds. Uh, total time, total average, the average match was 15 mm-hmm. minutes and 56 seconds. The total 
Total time, all matches, 24 hours, 10 minutes, 23 seconds of wrestling. Nice. I watched them all. And then some new records were set this year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the longest tournament final match between Sonata and Kota Ibushi, this is the longest one they've ever had this year, at 35 minutes and 12 seconds. Okay. The previous record was from the G1 Climax 28 final between Tana, Stupid Sexy Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi at 35 minutes even. Kota Ibushi was the first person to make three consecutive G1 finals. That's never been done before in the history of the G1, and now Ibushi made it three years in a row to the yes, finals. And won two. <clears throat> yeah. And Kota Ibushi is also became the third person to win consecutive uh, G1 tournaments. The previous being Hiroshi Tengen in 2003 and 2004. And before that, Masahiro Ono at 91 and 92. Nice. Um, didn't I have something else? Oh, and then, um, outside interference in match. Uh, mm-hmm. the most, uh, interference, we had <clears throat> one from, uh, B. Priestley, one from Great Game Gordo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had 28 interferences from Dick to Go, and 15 from Guido. Uh, the most turnbuckle pads removed, nine removed by Evil, and 12 by Toriyana. And the zombie awards for most bites during a match goes to Yojiro uh, Takahashi with 10 bites. Or Takahashi, rather, with 10 bites. He bit okay. 10 times. Nice. Last year, bites mm-hmm. was 8 by Mr. John Moxley. <laughs> uh, Dave Meltzer reported that last week's, as in like two episodes ago, mm-hmm. uh, Dance La Dinner Debonair between mm-hmm. Jericho and MJF was actually MJF's idea. Nice. Like the whole thing, apparently. Nice. Um, the WWE Performance Center experienced another COVID nineteen outbreak this this week. Mm-hmm. I think that's the third now that WWE's yeah. had to deal with since COVID started. Yeah. So that kind of uh, sucks. I'm gonna add on to that. So that's the rumor why they didn't want NXT involved. Okay. Uh, in Survivor Series because they didn't want to. I didn't see it, but that does make sense. Yeah, that's why because they didn't want to bring all three brands together. For a pay-per-view when they could just do two right. and prevent, um, yeah, <clears throat> more COVID outbreaks, especially to their main roster. So this is the only donation thing I'm going to talk about because there mm-hmm. was a lot of donations to various people in the news this week. And yeah. none of that has anything to do with wrestling, so I'm not going to talk about it. Except right. this one. Chris Jericho donated two grand to that wrestler that broke both of his fucking mm-hmm. legs in that freak accident. Yeah. The last I heard, he still might have to have him amputated. I don't know yeah. if they've decided on that yet or not, right. or what's going down with the dude. Yeah, but That's crazy freak accident yeah. was definitely the way to describe well, I don't the think dude. He was even a wrestler. I'm. It seems everybody else has said he is, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think he. It, the way it looked to me was like his friend just rented a ring and like had it in his yard for yeah, a show. They were kind of play. They were goofing. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I don't. Know. Um. But yeah, good for Jericho to help out a. A dude who fuck yeah. the fuck like that was worse than fucking Sid. Yeah, because it's both legs, right? And Sid's like was just one. They bent like grasshopper legs. Like human yeah. legs don't bend that way. No. Um. So the rumor was going around that Thunder Rosa lost the NWA Women's Championship because she's signed with WWE. Yeah. However, she is sort of, kind of denied it, or at least has yeah. implicated it might not be true. 
yeah. And Billy Corgan's confirmed that she's still under NWA contract until 2021. Right. However, that could be like January of 2021, which is just in a couple months. Right. Uh, we don't fucking know. I don't know anyways. Yeah. I, need I, to thought exactly he said, I thought he said through. I just saw to 2021 is how I read it. So I don't know. Mm. But, I mean, I think WWE yeah, would not would be smart for her if anybody's yeah. going to, like, let her use her wrestling potential to its fullest. It's yeah. the talent in WWE. Nobody else has the roster right. to do it right now. She would have a Karushita to work with in AEW. Right. And other than that, she would have to go to an Impact, which... Like, granted, mm-hmm. they have a, a pretty diverse women's roster, but they've only got a couple women on another level up there. Perrazzo, Jordan Grace, mm-hmm. uh, Young, Kylie Ray. I don't know. It's just... But still. Not like WWE. No, I, I think, yeah, because WWE... Between what they've got in NXT and on the main roster, right. like, there's so many good mm-hmm. wrestling matches Thunder Rosa could have there. Oh, yeah. I'd be down for it. Yep. Um... So last week's uh, SmackDown, uh, the creative team apparently didn't finish writing it until about an hour before the show went on the air, yeah. leaving wrestlers with less than an hour to figure out what the fuck they're supposed to do. Yep. That's uh, that's, that's part. Anymore. Yeah, it's becoming part. <laughs> and of here's the course. thing: they've been putting on a good show, so fuck it. Like that's how I feel. Like who cares when they get it done? Yeah. As long as people aren't like. As long as the, it doesn't cause too much undue stress on the wrestlers, like, right. and that's what wrestling's about anyway. It's the impromptuness of it. So, I, it, I, it would be different if they weren't expected to read a fucking script. Right. That's the problem with it. Right. Is you expect these guys yeah. to read a script? If they were just here's your bullet points, go, then absolutely right. do it on right. the fly. But yeah, that's the point. Well, when you had this point. much <clears throat> Roman and uh, Uso too. They probably just let them go because that was. That's probably why they no just way. let them go. Yeah. Um, um, I want to add on to that. Okay. I don't know if you had this, but like Bruce Pritchard apparently had to take the week off there this week. Yeah. And so Triple H, uh, part of the reason it was delayed was because Triple H got there like later in the day. Got it. And he had a big influence on the script. And in case you buds are wondering, Bruce Pritchard is okay. It was, it's a family member. It's not him. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I didn't know. It's not him. It's not his wife. It's I didn't a family know what, member. why he was I think it's there. a wife's family member to be more exact. Okay. But yeah, they, they talked about it on the podcast okay. Friday. So yeah, I don't know. Um, according to the wrestling observer newsletter, there are no plans to hot shot a big money title match for Roman Reigns with John Cena or Bill Goldberg. Uh, despite, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a lack of challengers for Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, although there has been talk of Daniel Bryan, but I mean, if they're just squashing him, I was going to say, now, yeah, he just I don't lost. Know if that's going to happen. Yeah, he, I mean, he just lost to Jay, and if Roman's supposed to be better than Jay, why is why would Daniel, why would Daniel yeah. get shot? Right? Um, I don't know. And then, well, then they're doing like a Kevin Owens. I was going to say Kevin Owens, but Kevin Owens is working with Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to be a tag team. Right. That's still going to be a thing. Probably. So. We'll see where he goes. Or he could just, I don't know. Maybe give Aleister Black a a shot. I don't know. Anyway. That would be neat. Right? Anyway. It would be a fun match. Yeah. Uh, The Observer notes that, actually, that would be really good, dude. 
The more I'm thinking about Aleister Black and that, the more I'm liking it. Uh-huh. The Observer notes that several talent have been recently in touch with Andrew Yang about the WWE forcing them to get rid of their Twitches or yeah. it becoming part of their WWE yeah. contract, basically. That's ridiculous. Do you have all more of that? No. So oh, Okay. Um, Not nothing else about Andrew Yang. He was on Jericho's podcast, the, and it was a good con. I meant the Twitch stuff. No. Okay. No. So basically, they did officially shut down. AJ Styles, Mia Yim, and Brennan Williams are all shut down. Okay. Um, Paige is talking about unionizing again. I saw that. She's learning about, or trying to learn more. Um, she doesn't want to shut hers down. Right. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people getting pissed off about this. And I guess the whole reason is WWE wants to do their own Twitch thing where they, I would guess, would bring in the wrestlers to do fill-up time on their Twitch. But, like, why not both? (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Why they got to be all or nothing with you guys? Right. It's fucking stupid. Let people, let the people choose. I'll watch them directly. Anyway. Um, okay, I got two more. Okay. Um, Follow Boz signed a new deal with Impact. Okay. Apparently his recent health improvements and stuff have warranted nice. him a new contract, so he's going to stay employed for a while. Nice. I guess the expectation is, though, that he continues working on his health, losing a little bit more weight. Um, he's lost a bit, so he's looking a lot better than he did. Um, and then... Zia Lee was apparently uh, pulled from an amateur fight she was going to do by WWE. Mm-hmm. And she's apparently pretty fucking pissed off between that and the lack of her use on NXT. Um, and she's been very vocal with Triple H about it. So she might be looking to get out mm-hmm. here in the new future. Future. Nice. Okay. What do you got for us, BJ? All right. Uh, Jack Hager. Had oh, yeah. uh, his Bellator fight on Thursday night. He fucking won. Um, and he, yeah, he by won decision. by decision. Uh, his longest match in Bellator so far. The one Space was pretty. Actually, deep, I think huh? this is the first one that went out of the first. Okay. Um, but the th- in the third round, he he did hit the guy in the nuts again. He always does his one. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, he wins by decision. He got beat up pretty bad though. Yeah, like, his did. face was busted. It was great. I saw some um, talk. It seemed like maybe he shouldn't have been the winner. Yeah. I mean, it was a by decision, but yeah. and the, it's always uh, tough. But I've seen some split on the fans yeah. and comments and shit on Reddit between if yeah. he really should have won it or not, basically. I don't know. So I don't know. But either. yeah, the one, um, like the other guy won the first round, and then Hager won rounds two and three to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thing. Um, and then, let's see what else do I have? Uh... I haven't decided what I want to do last. Um, Jeff Hardy and Elias are going to have a guitar and a pole match next week. Oh, God. On Raw. They're so truly out of ideas, dude, if they're just putting <clears throat> shit on poles now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Why do we have to have so many gimmick matches? Right. All right. So, and then I have, well, one's multi-part. So, WWE um, had their earnings report and investor call. Okay. Uh, this past week. Oh, that's dope. You know what happened the last time they did that? Mm. We got Raw Underground and Retribution. That's true. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, they posted record numbers again, like, beat their projections by 57%, but yet 
they had to furlough and let go of all these people. But and know. ratings continue to stagnate, yeah. right? And drop, right? And stagnate and drop. Yeah. Okay. Um, but some interesting stuff did come out of the call. Uh, I think the biggest being that WWE is going to be working with Netflix uh, on a multi-part documentary on one Vince McMahon. Yeah. Um, I would be more excited if it wasn't an official WWE product, so I, we might get I the truth about too. Vince McMahon. Right. But it's just still be so, interesting. Still be interesting. I mean, look at the fucking shit this man's done in his right. lifetime. Um, it is the highest... It is the highest budgeted documentary Netflix has done. Wow. And it is going to be directed by Bill Simmons. Um, I feel like that's got draw from average people, like lapsed wrestling fans, right. more so than like an AEW is going to draw on a lapsed fan. Yeah. Because AEW is not different enough from WWE for a lapsed, for the lapsed fans. Right. That's not what they're looking for. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. You and I... Specifically, I assume the buds too. We want what, like when WWE was good, mm-hmm. like AEW is now. It's not all serious. It's not all goofy. It's got a little bit of everything. It's more variety, just like WWE used to be. And it lets you have some fun and be serious and gives you good stories and good athletic competition at the same time. Right. I love it. Yeah. So. Um, what else you got for us, BJ? And the last thing I got oh, okay. is uh, there's some sting rumors. Um, WWE has pulled all of Sting's merch off of oh. um, the WWE shop. Uh, so that there's contract's rumors. probably just up. Yeah, that contract's probably up, and there's rumors of him going... And I mean, it's just more people talking, mm-hmm. um, but of him going to AEW, hmm. which would be interesting um, because I guess there was, well, if you think about it, there was a few references to Sting yeah. on this week. Uh, um, That's true. Jericho changed his bat. It's now black. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darby Allen was sitting in the crowd just like Sting. And you they mentioned do, it right? kind of like, yeah. So I don't know. It'd be interesting. If he came back and, I don't know, joined someone, it'd be dope. Darby. Yeah. Teach kinda. him to slow down. Right. Oh, that'd be great. So the kid will be around in another 15 years mm-hmm. wrestling and not, you know, in a fucking wheelchair? Yeah. Paralyzed from the waist down or oh, some that's stupid why. shit? I guess in the, um, there's a commercial for Full Gear. Mm-hmm. And it kind of teases like a mystery debut. Oh, okay. So, I didn't see that. But fair yeah, enough. cool. That too. So excellent. Right. You uh, said that was it. Is that yep, what you got for that's us? That's all I got. All right. Trivia. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. We're gonna do, and this should be should be fairly easy, but we'll see how it goes. Full mm-hmm. gear. Okay. Since we're hitting full gear, I thought we'd do a quick full gear trivia. Plus, I wanted to keep it short because I knew we had the top one hundred recap. Yeah. So. Uh, there's only a few questions for this one, so let's jump in. Where was the first gear held? What city? I don't know. In case you forgot, back in the day, wrestling used to happen in different places around the country and not just in the same city every week. I don't remember. It was like Baltimore or Philadelphia or something. It was Baltimore, actually. You nailed it. Do you remember what the opening match was? Not the buy-in, but the actual opening match. No. It was a tag team match. Uh, Hangman and Omega versus SCU. Young and young bucks versus proud and powerful. Okay, you have uh, 
one of the teams right for the next question. The tag okay. team championships were defended at full gear last year in a very rare three-team tag team match for okay. AEW. Uh, SCU defended against the Lucha Brothers and who or whom? Who was the third team? Um, well, obviously it wasn't Hangman and Omega. Uh, <clears throat> best friends? Mm-mm. No, I don't know. Private Party. Okay, was the third team. Um, That's right. Who? Who uh who was in the women's who was in the women's world championship match? I don't know why I was having such a hard time spitting those words out. And then if you need a hint, I'll tell you who the champion was going into the event. Was it Rio and Nyla? It was Rio. She was champion going in, but it was not Nyla Rose. Um the chick with the queen gimmick. Yep, Emmy Sakura. That's it. It sure was. <laughs> And last but not least... I almost went with her first. What was our main event? Um, And how did it end as well? That's the second part of it. It's a two-part question. Who was the main event going to win? How did it end? Jericho versus... Wait, was this the unsanctioned match? With Jericho and uh, Hang or Omega, this was the unsanctioned match between Moxley and Omega. Oh, Moxley on and this Omega. card. Yeah, that's right. Moxley that was on this Omega. card. Hangman fought oh, okay. Pac on this card. Okay. But I purposefully didn't leave those in to trick you with the tag team questions when we got to those. Yeah. That's why I didn't mention their singles matches. So you thought right. they were a team at that point. Right. They weren't yet. That's right. Yeah, it was after Full Gear. Right. So was this no? So it wasn't Moxley and Omega. Correct. It was not. It was not Moxley and Omega. So that was just Jericho. Damage. Was it Jericho? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who did he defend against? Um, Your hint is the TNT Championship. Oh, Cody. Mm-hmm. And how did it end? Oh, this was Cody not being able to be the champion ever. Ever again. Right. Yeah. And how did it end? Didn't the towel get thrown in? Yeah, referee stoppage because MJF threw the towel in. Yeah. Yep. And that was the first full gear, which was a pretty good show in retrospect. Yeah. I'm expecting this one's to be just as fun. Yep. So how about we do some wants and wills Once for full gear? and or wills. Um, I'm first going to say, like, while I'm glad that they kind of kept... I'm kind of glad that they kept it on dark... But I'm still kind of sad because I really wish the pre-show was going to be... Avalon and yeah. color. It should be. That right. should be the buy-in this, the, right. the show, yeah. That's what I was For thinking. Sure. What is the buy-in? This? What <clears throat> matches on buy-in, do you know? I don't think they've announced it yet, so... Maybe it'll probably get added. Orange and silver, but, maybe? Yeah, oh, maybe it is orange and silver. That yeah, might be a good it, buy-in, man. Yeah, I think it... Yeah. I feel like I might have saw that. Well, let's start there. Oh, that I'm is gonna where we I'm going to say I want silver, but I think orange will. Um. Yeah, I think Orange will. I kind of do want Silver too. I do love me some John Silver. Like even though I'm pissed off he cost Orange the title, that's not because it was Orange. It's because I don't want Cody to be the TNT champion. Right. So. Right. All right. So let's get on to the main card. What other matches uh, we got for Wants and Wills? BJ. Matt Hardy mm-hmm. and Sammy Guevara. Gov Guevara won Will. Match. Actually. Will Guevara want this feud to please be over with? I didn't want yeah. it to start again. Yeah. 
I agree. Be done. Right. Please. Go somewhere, do something. Something else for both of them. Get MJF and Guevara feuding for all I fucking care. Right. Speaking of, MJF versus Chris Jericho. I want MJF. Yeah. I think MJF's going to win. I do, too. I do, too. I think the story is leading to an eventual turn on Jericho by MJF and Mm -hmm. at least part of the inner circle. Yep. Yeah, I think Jericho, like, wins this, gets in, and then everyone else starts to accept him. And then Jericho kind of gets kicked out. And eventually. Then, yeah, eventually. And maybe Guevara goes with him. Mm-hmm. Goes with Jericho. Because maybe Guevara and MJF never see eye to eye. So Guevara goes with Jericho or something. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. All right. We'll see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the finals of the number one contender tournament. Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega. I want to go back in time and have Hangman lose to Wardlow. Uh, Will Omega. I think Omega's going to win this. I want in Will Omega. Yeah, I really do want Omega, too, because that's the story. Yeah, because still the story, yeah. Omega wins the title. Hangman finally fights his way back and wins it. Especially if the Bucks Bucks cost him. Right, right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seconds. They second Kenny in this match. Oh, I would have, yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, all right. Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose. Shida want in, Will. Yeah. Nose yeah. has had her time. Yeah, I hope so. It doesn't matter. Who Who is she going to face? Like, right. then she doesn't it have doesn't an opponent. Matter. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> it yeah. sucks. Shida deserves better than this. Right. Uh, all right. FTR versus the Young Bucks. FTR want in, Will. Um... Yeah, yeah. I don't think the feud ends here. I think this goes on, mm-hmm. and they have a rematch, and the Young Bucks probably win the ma- the rematch, but I think FTR win the first fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Cody versus Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. Cody want and will. Yeah. I don't think Darby's going to win it. And mm-hmm. he's just, as we've said before, he needs to slow down and not hurt himself all the time. Right. And then maybe we can give him a belt. But yeah. not right now. And not now when they're not just props like they are in WWE. Um, Now's not the time. So I'm going to go with Cody Will. I want Darby because the the what I want is him to be seconded by Sting in this match. Okay. And Cody. That could be cool. Right. And then something happens between, like, Arn and Sting, and you use Sting right. Like, they're using the old people right in AEW. Yeah, they're not winning and fighting, beating right. up the young kids. Right. Putting them in their and finishers then, yeah. and leaving them lay and celebrating over top of them. Right. Like they did to FTR. Right. And then Sting takes him under his... Uh, under his belt. Under his wing. and like, Here's how you slow the fuck down. Right. And look, now exactly. you're not getting hurt all the time. Yeah. Imagine that. And, like... And you could even pull out, like, look, you need to, like, not hang out with guys like Steve-O. <laughs> like, you need to hang out with guys like me. Like, slow the fuck down. Become a wrestler. Learn to wrestle. You're just a stunt guy right now. Like. It's true. It is. He kind of is. Yeah. So. All right. And our main event. Main event. John Moxley versus Keddy Kingston. I quit match for the AEW World Championship. I want Kingston. Well, yeah, for sure. That's more than anything on this card, more Kingston. than Kingston. But I think Moxley will, honestly. I know. 
I don't think Moxley's losing to Kingston. I don't know who he's losing to. They don't have anybody. They've already, he's already beat everybody. If he, well, if he doesn't lose to Kingston, wise, he's I mean, losing yeah. to Kenny. Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah. I think Omega and Moxley's a bigger match than Kingston and Omega, to be right. fair. Well, yeah. But, or you could just stay away from that for a while because you don't true. you don't need to go there yet. Yeah. And then you have that big main event later on. Later on, years and heading all around. Especially after Omega's The first the first big show with crowds back. Yeah, after Omega's more build up. Like the there. first full capacity yeah. twenty thousand person show. That's when I, I'm really hoping all out You have, that's when you have Omega and Moxley. That's Omega and Page. I'm oh, t- that final blow out there? Yeah, that's That's true. Omega and Paige right there. That's true. And then, all out 2022. Hopefully. You do Hangman and Hopefully. Omega. Hopefully. Okay. Hopefully what? Hopefully there's an all out 2022 or we're still in front of fans. Hopefully that there'll be fans back by 2021 to have that match in front of fans in 2022. That's true. I'm not confident we're going to have that's shit true. by the end of next year the way things are going. Yeah. But that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about numbers 50 Uh through number 31 and the reorder of the top 100 list. As you buds may or may not know, BJ and I each week count down the top 100 Mm -hmm. averaged out over the last decade each year and then reorder them as we see fit. And this week, instead of reviewing matches of two of the wrestlers, we're reordering the last 20 that we've reviewed. Fuck yeah, we and then we're going to lock in 10. They're, they move, and the next 10 move on to the next round. We'll mm-hmm. review 10 more wrestlers starting next week. And then once those 10 are done, we'll reorder and lock in and so on and so forth until we are done. Mm-hmm. So this week, we'll start off with number 50. Uh, BJ, I guess, what do you want evens or odds this time? I guess uh, it matters. You take evens, I'll, I'll take, take odds? I'll take evens. All right. Yep. Number 50 off. was Will Ospreay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got some Davy Richards here. Same. Drop them down. I actually had already locked Osprey in last time. Right. Last reorder, which is free in the Bud mm-hmm. if you're interested. Yeah, I mm-hmm. did not. So. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 49 was originally Bray Wyatt, and this is where I put Ricochet. Yeah, and this is where I put Will Osprey. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how you pronounce it. Ricochet. Ricochet. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, 48 was Wade Barrett. Mm-hmm. That's where I put James Storm. Me too. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's just more of a, a tag guy to me. Like, he's good in all tag teams. Yes. He's just not, like... He's not a single guy. a single, I don't... Yeah. He needs someone to play off of. So. Yeah. Uh, number 47 was originally Rusev, mm-hmm. and this is where I locked in Kane. This is where I put Jay Briscoe. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Just better at it than James Storm. Yeah. So... Yep. Yeah. Uh, was it 46? Yeah. Was Nick Aldis? Mm-hmm. Um, it's where let's see, I put Ricochet, yeah. And this is where I put Jay Briscoe. I agree with you better than James Storm, but I put him ahead of Kane because he was yeah. Ring of Honor world champion during this decade that we're referring yeah. to, and so that's why I put him ahead of Kane. And well, Kane was WWE champion during this decade. Yeah, but Kane's decade wasn't he won, this decade. He won money in the bank. Kane's decade was the decade before. But that's beside the point. I don't know. I'll, well, I'll talk to you about it more when I get to where I put him, for why I put him there. He's done a lot, but I think the people are in front of him for various reasons. But that moves us on to number 45, which is originally Michael Elgin. He's way back on this list. Yeah, God damn, I forgot about him. This is where I put Rusev. Uh, where were we? Number 45. I put Bray Wyatt here. Yeah, I put... 
uh, we're flopped here. The next one mm-hmm. we flipped our responses to. Yeah. So I, what was I it? 44 like, was Big E. I felt like Bray's so work has had a bigger impact. Bray's been world champion. Mm-hmm. He's had massive feuds with everybody. John Cena, The Undertaker, Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Rusev hasn't. I get it's because they used Rusev wrong, and it's not his fault. And that's actually why Bray Wyatt's this far back is because he was used wrong, too. Yeah. But I just felt like he did more. He's he's done more. He's had bigger matches with bigger opponents. Um, he didn't ride. The only thing Rusev has is the fucking tank at WrestleMania. I was going to say, I think I said it last time for the whole reason I put Rusev ahead of Bray <laughs> Wyatt, because they pretty much did have the same career, is because Rusev came to came down the ramp at WrestleMania in a fucking tank. So I think And that's why I put him ahead of Bray Wyatt. I think Bray Wyatt's world title puts him ahead of Rusev personally. Even though it ended shit. uh, A tank is bigger than a world title. Yeah, but in the world of wrestling the world title should mean more than a tank. Should. How many world titles have you seen on TV? A lot. How many tanks have you seen on TV? A lot. On WWE, <laughs> <laughs> one, uh, two, right? So two, right? Shotzi's tank, yeah, yeah. Um, so was that so number? How, how much more important? Only a little bit. It's rare. <laughs> it goes by rarity. Uh, number forty-three <laughs> was originally CM Punk. This is where I walked in Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, this is where I put in Biggie. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You're next, Evans. 42. 42 is Christopher Daniels. This is where I put Matt Hardy. This is where I put Biggie. Yeah. Just one spot down. Yeah. And, yep. Number 41 was originally Drew McIntyre, and this is the last locked in this round Mm -hmm. at CM Punk. Yep, I did too. So with that, we'll talk about the top 10. Uh Uh-huh. Number 40 uh, was Tessa Tessa Naito. There you go. Wow. Yeah. I'm really having problems. This is where I put Kane. Mm -hmm. Um, So I put Kane here because, yeah, like, Money in the Bank, one WWE title, still wasn't that long. Team Hell No stuff was fantastic. Like, Corporate Kane, I loved. Like, I feel like he still did a lot of... I feel like this decade was his best decade completely, almost completely away from The Undertaker. Like, more so than any other decade. Okay. And I just, yeah. I just enjoyed... I enjoyed the stuff that he did. And I think it was better than the last ten guys we locked in. Fair enough. This was really the only, like, he's the one guy that's in your top ten that's not in mine. And we'll get to mine later, but your guy is on my top ten later on. Bobby Lashley was my first guy here at number 40. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm more going to talk about just the guys in the top ten. And Bobby Lashley falls at last in this top ten. And the reason for it is because, like, yeah, I know he did shit, like, you know, in TNA and whatnot. But the time frame he was in TNA, being in the top TNA still kind of made you feel like an upper mid-carder, in my opinion. And that's where Bobby Lashley's been his entire career. He's always been an upper mid-card. He's always looked the same. He's always had the same moveset. He's had pretty much the same attitude. The stuff he's doing now with Hurt Locker is the best shit he's probably ever done. And that's more because of MVP than it is because of him. So... Yeah, Bobby Lashley is uh, unfortunately going to be the last guy on my ten here, but he's still uh, he's still in, he's still alive. He can yep. still move up a spot in case somebody sure. sucks even worse than the next group. Um, so then we move on to thirty nine. This is originally where James Storm was, and this is where I put Ray Mysterio Jr. Yeah. Uh, Ray Mysterio has done everything everywhere. He did it in this decade. He's still doing it now in the WWE. 
But he did a lot of smaller stuff in this decade. Mm-hmm. He was really the 2000s. Like, that was the Rey Mysterio era. He made a name for himself. But he's a legend, so he yeah. does deserve to be this high. He's still doing innovative shit. This just wasn't his decade because a lot of it was smaller promotion stuff. Luchas and, right. you know, one-offs at, you know, WCPW or, you know, one-offs here and there and stuff like yeah. that. Um... So that's why I put him yeah. where he's at. Still better than Bobby Lashley, but not by much this decade. Yeah, and this is where I put Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I put him down this far. Like, this is a decent difference between our two yeah. and Brock Lesnar. Um, but it's just because of the part-timeness. Mm-hmm. Like, when I see him on my TV, he's one of my favorite people to see on my TV. And I know we brought this up probably a million times before in the Bud Kives, but, like, you know, a few times a year just... I can't put him ahead of some of these guys who had busted their asses 52 weeks a year. I get it. I did struggle with the part-timeness of putting him as high you as know. I did on this list, yeah. but I'll get to my reasons when we get there. Okay. We're not there yet. Uh, 38 was Ricochet. <laughs> yes. We all dropped. And this is where I put Ray. Um, yeah. And to me, like, Ray gets that nod. He had an okay de- decade in WWE, but he did do all that traveling, that independent, smaller stuff. Um which I think is impressive at his stage and career. Yeah. Because could you imagine Brock Lesnar showing up in fucking Ring of Honor mm-hmm. or right. Impact or, right. you know, even New Japan at this type of... It would have been nuts. Yeah. Right. So... Yeah, this is where I put Naito. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this decade that we're discussing here was really the story of him coming up to be mm-hmm. the best. And now he's the best, but it's a different decade. So I think 2020 is where we're going to see him jump even higher and for this decade. Here in, you know, 10 seasons when BJ and I review this decade that we're currently right. living in. Yeah. But, yeah, that's why I put Naito up as far uh, on my list as far as he is. So then we move on to number 37, which was originally Davey Richards, who we both walked in. Just real quick on why, because I've never heard of the guy. And if he's the only guy in the top 50 I've never heard of, yeah. that's why he got locked in. Um, I'd barely heard okay. of him, I guess I should say. I was going to say, I knew of him, I knew, but I knew him more of a tag team guy again. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just, yeah. But this is where I put Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. And this was also a hard decision for me. Uh, way up higher than yours. He's yeah. the only guy that I have locked in. Or don't have locked in. It's the only difference on our list. Yeah. You have Kane and I have Matt Hardy. Right. It's honestly the broken Matt Hardy stuff is the reason why. Yeah. I mean, he did good stuff. He's been in, you know, he's consistently been a part of one of the top wrestling promotions in the world since he debuted in the 90s as the Hardy Boys with his brother Jeff, which has been Impact TNA. WWE, AEW, but he's also worked every fucking where else. He's held tag team championships every fucking where um, in multiple promotions at the same time. I mean, him and his brother have done it all. Plus, he's been United States champion and fucking world champions and fucking, you know, just all kinds of accolades to his career. He's responsible for TLC, with Edge and Christian and the Dudleys, like, without those three teams, there would be, like, they revitalized tag team wrestling in the 90s. And granted, those all happened in different decades. But Matt Hardy's character work 
has brought a rejuvenation in wrestling to that dedication to characters. And that's what draws me into characters. That's what gets guys over, in my opinion. It's the guys that live the gimmick. And Matt was the first guy that kind of brought that back with the broken stuff. That's, true. that's why I put him so high on this list. Because you buds know I love stories and characters. And Matt Hardy brought it back. Right. Um, all right. And this is where I put Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I have him a couple spots lower than you, and it's like, yeah, I mean, his, he he had this whole redemption arc pretty much this decade, you know, Mm -hmm. but like, I kind of have to put him a little further back just because of those, um, the laws, like the three MBs, while he made of of what he could, he was still in three MB, you know. Playing shit, but then his redemption and just like getting buff and getting, you know, going on the independence was amazing. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, yeah. And then you know he took him till the twenty twenties to win the title too. So right, yeah, yeah, yep. Thirty six, BJ. Thirty six was Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. and this is where I put Bar- Bobby Lashley. Barbie Lashley. Uh, I put him a little bit further up, just because. I mean, he was. I mean, I get that was the shittiest era of Impact, but he was still at the top. It's true. Um, he was the top of the shitty. Time. He was yeah. the best piece of shit. Like you know no, him, him and Bully Ray like carried the company during for a while, that yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. You know, and that's why he's in the top ten. Yeah, and yeah. No, I agree. And plus, he he got chosen in WWE to be with Donald Trump on our fucking president on WrestleMania. Right. This is where I put Johnny right. Mundo. Mm-hmm. He's also been everywhere. Uh, he's instrumental in the first couple of seasons of Lucha. Uh, underground. Underground. Thank you. I don't know why I was drawing a blank there, and all I could think of was Lucha. But he was via him and Ricochet. Basically, were like two of the key stars to the mm-hmm. early part of fucking him being the bigger known one. Yeah. He's also had his his run in Impact. He's had two runs in WWE now. But you know his runs in WWE have been lackluster. Again, their fault, not his. But mm-hmm. let's be honest, this one's been subpar. He's capable of more than the shit they've had him doing with the Miz. You know it as well as I do. Yeah. Um. So while, you know, the shit he did's great and it gets him up here to the, you know, almost the top five, I think he's just, just, just out of it. It's, it's, he's mm-hmm. number six, obviously. So, yeah. uh, that moves us on to number 35. Can I pause it? I can. All right, we're back. Where were we? We were back and we are moving on to number 35, which was originally Kane. Mm-hmm. And this is where I put Drew McIntyre. Uh, you kind of said it. I mean, like, for me, it's kind of, and I know I wasn't watching, but, like, he was going to be number one, and then he was in 3 and B, and they're like, yeah, you're not going to be number one, dude. I don't know what we were talking about. And he was like, oh, fuck you motherfuckers, and he went out and proved I am number one, yeah. and granted it took until 2020, but when the decade ended, he was on his way to number one, mm-hmm. where he's been pretty much all year this year. Yeah. So, that's kind of why I put him ahead, is more because he, like, it's not just the redemption, it's he went from being you're going to be the best to you're going to be nothing to you are the best. And it's like the ultimate redemption story. Like, it's normally like you're going to be good, oh, maybe you're not. Okay, you're good now. No, he's the best. Yeah. The best. The best. 
Well, Randy Orton's the best now. Right. And or Roman Reigns, and or John Moxley, and or Tetsu Naito, and or Nick Aldis. Correct. And or Serena Deeb. Correct. Sasha Banks. Anyways. Anyway. Your turn. I have Naito here. Yes. So, yeah, I put him a little bit higher up, and it's just, honestly, it, it goes to um, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Like, because that group is now, like, everywhere. Um, you know, the fact that uh, Andrade, mm-hmm. you know, part of the same group down in Mexico, right. and then breaking off, and then Naito coming back, and he's world champion. Mm-hmm. Just, like... Um, and his growth too, because this decade was—I mean—that was on his on his excursion. He made one of the most influential groups in of this professional decade. wrestling, right? And you know, and still on into the still, current decade, right. he's fucking double champion right, right now. Yeah, now he's double champ. Great. Andrade had an okay U.S. title run. Like he's he's and he's an issue of not being used right as opposed right. to what he do is look at what he did right. in NXT. Yeah, and his NXT run was amazing. He did and that character flip as soon as he hooked up right. with Zelina Vega and was just on fire from yeah. that point on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I agree. Uh, after that, there, oh no, that's you nope, too. It's me. Yeah, thirty four is was Jay Briscoe, mm-hmm. and this is where I put Johnny Mundo. Yeah, and yeah, this is a little bit higher than yours too. Um, I put him this high just because, like, just how much of an influence he is on, was on that style. Like, he, you know, the Ricochets and the Will Ospreys and the people that he influenced in Lutri Underground and helped them hone their craft and were an influence to him. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that he did on, you know, in Impact and in Lucha Underground and... um you know, and he was eating, and then he was on American Ninja Warrior too. I didn't know that. Yeah. So. I mean, I know the dude's a legit athlete. Like, right. You can tell by looking at him when he wrestles, he's a legit right. athlete. And it doesn't surprise me knowing his wife and all their fitness shit too. Right. So. Right. Right. Um, and then this is where I have Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. and th- this was really hard. He's a part timer. He was a part timer through the whole decade, but I can tell you, like. Nobody in the WWE got me more emotional in one way or another every time he was on TV than Brock Lesnar. Every fucking time. Nobody moves ratings like Brock Lesnar does. Anywhere in any wrestling promotion, anywhere in the fucking world, nobody moves ratings. Chris Jericho doesn't even move ratings like Brock Lesnar moves ratings. So, honestly, that's why I put him is because when you go back to when you and I first got into wrestling... Drawing the draw of the wrestler was what sold it, whereas now mm. it's wrestling sells it sells itself because we all know what it is. But the draw, the draw was the guys, and yeah. he is the only draw left in professional wrestling right now. Not even the guy that calls himself the draw, Sammy Callahan, is a draw. Brock Lesnar's it. He's the only one. Now I know in Japan it's a little bit different because mm. they treat wrestlers differently than they do here. But Japan wrestling's also different than it is. It's not as cartoonish and right. over the top there as it is here, with right. the exception of Yano. But even that's nothing compared to the shit we do here. Look at Ladenner Debonair versus mm-hmm. a Yano match and tell me they're in the same ballpark. Right. Uh, number 33 was Bobby Lashley. And this is where I put Kenny Omega. Uh, I mean, of course he's going to be in the top three. He's fucking Kenny Omega. He spent two years of the decade as the best wrestler in the world, without question, um, and a couple more where he's questionably the best decade. Uh, he was part of the tag team champions in AEW here recently. 
Uh, I think that started 2019. Yeah, mm-hmm. they won that in 2019 still. Yeah. Uh, so he ended the decade as AEW tag team, the second only. There's only been three now, so the second ever, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, you know, the head of the Bullet Club for a handful of years over there and instrumental in the sale of the Bullet Club merchandise along with, you know, the Young Bucks and Hangman and Marty Scroll. But without all of that, there and then and then Cody coming along, there would have been no All Elite. Like there would have been no the Elite. Then there would have been no Hot Topic deal. There would have been no All In, which means there would be no AEW. Like Kenny Omega is part of all of that as well. And so that's why he's number three on my list. It was really hard between him and number two, and we flipped him. And like yeah. the more I sit here and think about it, the more I think I got him backwards, and I should have put Omega two. Yeah. But they're not locked in, so I can still change for next time. Why don't you tell right. me who the other person is? BJ? So the other person is Nick Aldis, the uh, real world, real world, NWA, NWA heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. good old Charlotte. Um, yeah, like so. Yeah, let's go into it. We flipped him. Um, so. I put Kenny to Aldous three, um, and yeah, I put so like Aldous was chosen to be the face of the company, and that was my big, you know, for most of this, why he was towards the top until this top ten. Um, but like, he still hadn't put on the matches mm-hmm. that Kenny did in the whole building more building a bigger company too yeah. you know nwa is still well i mean nothing right now but you know it was just on youtube it wasn't like a big company world with millions of you know well not but maybe millions worldwide right, right. not in america but yeah so yeah that's why i kind of put them in that order yeah my thought was more just as a champion, Nick Aldis is the guy you picture as a champion. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, Bret Hart with the belt over his shoulder or something like that. You know, you yeah. see that guy and you picture a fucking champion when you look right. at him. But as I was, like, as we've been going through this I and gotten closer to it, I think I should have flipped these two. I think Omega should have been number two. Yeah. And originally in that 32 spot was Johnny Mundo, who we've already talked about. Yeah. So we'll wrap up with the top guy of this list. It yeah. started as number 31, Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. And this is where I put Chris Jericho. Yeah. Uh, Me too. If you go back in the Bud Kai's and listen to our top 100 of 2011 list down, Jericho made it to the top and was potentially one of the greatest of all times in our discussion at yeah. that point. And when you're talking about last right. last decade, every run he did was great. Yep. He's still putting other people over while keeping himself over at the same time. Mm-hmm. Look at what he did for fucking Fandango, even though WWE ruined that. He got Fondango over. He helped get Kevin Owens over. Mm -hmm. He's fucking helped get Orange Cassidy over. He's helping put Sammy Guevara over. He's helping get Hager over, especially because a lot of people had that fucking We the People stigma from WWE. And he fucking stomped that out in one fucking sentence. Because he's Chris fucking Jericho. Now, I don't agree with a lot of his fucking personal decisions and his personal politics. I'm not a big fan of his music, to be honest, even though I get that he's the first singer in history to have three songs in the top charts all at the same time and three different bands as a singer. Like, you're just, it's not my thing. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. It's not my deal. I don't agree with his politics. I don't agree with a lot of life choices he makes. But when it comes to wrestling, he's one of the best ever. Mm-hmm. Top ten easily. Maybe top, arguably top five. I think top ten's yeah. without question. Well, we put him number three. Of 2011, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. We're on yeah. the list as of 2011, yeah. ever, as yeah. of that point. Yeah. And I think, you know, what, since 2011, how many guys can you put in that? Brock Lesnar? Mm-hmm. You might, but I think Jericho still goes ahead of Lesnar, not just for the decade, but obviously of all time. Jericho's yeah. done way more than Lesnar's done because he's yeah. been around since the fucking mid-90s. Right. Maybe even early 90s. I don't remember exactly when he started. Well, 90. Remember we just had that. Remember we just had that thirty. Oh yeah, thirty years. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Duh. But yeah, join us next week, buds, as we move on with the countdown to number yeah. thirty, Sami Zayn, and number twenty nine, Kurt Angle. Which actually, I missed a lot of Kurt Angle's career, so I'm mm-hmm. pretty excited for this one. Uh, I know he was doing TNA stuff by the 2010s and shit, but I'm still excited for it. He was one of their top stars for a long, long time, and. Honestly, it was one of the best parts of the WWE when I stopped watching them in 01. Mm-hmm. So, and we got to see him inducted into the Hall of Fame. Live and in person. Yeah, he dumped milk all over himself. Yeah. It was fantastic. So tell us what current angle match you think we should watch, Bud. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter, email to the Gmail at the same, and or the Instagram. Yeah. You can get me over at D-A-R-R-E double... God damn it, D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S on the Twitter. And you can get me at Beeps2004, that's B-E-E-J, 2 double zero. Four. You usually fuck that up, not me. I know. Mine's a lot harder, too. I have to say the buds and mine, and mine has fucking too many letters. Yeah. I gotta spell shit, and it's hard. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you think. Yeah, like, Five share, stars. subscribe. I don't know what you do. Tell everybody. Podcast land. Tell them all. Tell yeah, everybody. Tell Keep all. spreading the word. We're growing buds, and we like it. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Wait, what? What? I don't know. And until next time, that's BJ over there. Who does Daryl over there? Two hours. <laughs> Peace yeah, that's out. That's fine. They love it. Go away. Fucking love it. it. Bye. Sound check. Sound check. It's checked. Okay. I hear you. Nice. Do you hear me? Oh, they're not answering. Damn it. We're fucked. How will we ever know? We'll release it, and if it gets downloads, then it gets the appropriate amount of downloads. That's a good call. Yeah. I don't. You should donate to Wikipedia. Because it's that time of year. Yes. Donate to Wikipedia time of the year. Alright, and that's a sound check. See you. Whenever you're ready.